Welcome to the WrestleManiacs, better known as the Mothership, presented by the Sideline Junkies. Here your hosts, the People's Choice, the Nubian Sumo, and the Big Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to a special edition of the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs on a Sunday, our NXT TakeOver reaction show for In Your House. Uh, Pay-per-view just wrapped up mm, about three, four minutes ago. We got the newly 50-year-old one-time world champion, 17-time tag champion, the great Nubian Sumo, James. Greetings, everyone, and tonight's program will be, the Nubian Sumo will be powered by Miller High Life, because I touched about 11 bottles last night and about five cigars, and I can't drink no more bourbon tonight. <laughs> then on the other side, you have the great, Four-time champion, 17-time tag champion, former Intercontinental champion, pretty impressive resume, the people's choice, Don Rodriguez. We're going to have to fact check you. There's some other championships mixed in there, but uh, I am brought to you by Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be reaching out to James <laughs> immediately after this broadcast. Uh, no oh, alcoholics. Alcoholics are for quitters, man. I'm a drunk. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, all we got to do is just move away some of that, you know, dirt and cobwebs that you got, uh, and then eventually all that alcohol will make its way out. I mean, the older you get, eventually it just kind of just stays with you. That's what I heard. I'm telling you just like everybody else. I'm not old. I'm very well seasoned. Well, God dang, ain't seasoned you so much, we can't even taste the fish. <laughs> Oh, I ain't speaking of fish. I've been eating fish for the past three days, so I'm I'm good. Well, at least he's eating healthy. <laughs> oh, whew, thank goodness. I'm about to go somewhere. Yeah, I pretty much was. <laughs> I'm about to be too. Oh, well, you set me up, James. That was low-hanging fruit. I was about to dunk it like my tumbo, but I had to stop. <laughs> I had to oh, stop because... Takeover is a family show, so we have to make sure we're supporting all of the family and love and and great things that come out of in your house. So, I think we should get started. Uh, can I get an introduction? I mean, geez, and what? Wait, if you're not going to promote yourself, you expect us to do it? You want no, eighteen I'm, different shows? All right, I'm, I'm getting ready to promote myself, but you guys. Right, so, keep going. at one point, you were the twenty-four-seven, three-sixty-five. Well, actually, that's where it ended. So what, what other belts did you have? I've also been a European champion. I was a hardcore champion. I was a intercontinental champion. Wait I was a minute. A How are you going to throw your hardcore accolade out there? And I've been defending my belts in the sports arena, getting beat by ladders and chairs and getting, you know, slammed in the NHL tonight and uh, Daytona special. And you get a nod for Okay, go ahead. And, and, and then also I was uh, back in, what was that, 93. I was a WCW television title. 
holder for about a week and a half. But uh, it is me. I'm the big guy, KG, in the middle of all this madness. And, uh, of course, first and foremost, more than important than the pay-per-view or anything, a very special happy birthday to the Nubian Sumo. Uh, it's been a blessing to have you here. It's a blessing to continue to have you here. So, I mean, it's only right that, you know, we, 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 we party like it's 1999 tonight. I mean, he's the only one that can interpret his own cave dwelling uh, marking. So, I mean, that's impressive on itself. Like, I remember that day when I went ahead and chiseled on the wall about that uh, saber-tooth tiger. He was my best friend. It's a shame what happened to him when that when that meteor came down. I told him, come in, come in. He wanted to go outside and pee. The rest was history. Fossil. Mm-hmm. Asshole. Well, mm-hmm. hey, I could have brought up the fact that uh, KG lost his WCW TV title to Das Wunderkind. Wow. Got danced on by Alex Wright. But... <laughs> <laughs> we here talking about NXT TakeOver, the once again dramatic return of Todd Pettengill, and how, well, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm just going, I'm going to let you guys talk about your highlights. James is already in the Miller side of things, but here's what I marked out on today. Todd Pettengill, Ico Pro, the WWE ice cream sandwiches by Good Humor. And the almost close to the voice of Lord Alfred Hayes sounded like that they had doing a promotional consideration is sponsored by. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Not the best takeover for me. I think that the streak may have ended today. Maybe I'm going to be the heel tonight and James is going to sit there and pull rod. We'll find out in a minute. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't as impressive as I would like it to be. And the last thing I need, which is the most important, is for WWE to swallow their pride, take a page out of AEW, and do not dictate what the crowd or or the participants or whatever they want to call them from the Performance Center are saying and doing to the point to where you can smell the script. Let them be organic and do what they do like we see in AEW because it's more of a truer feel. Okay, I now turn it over to our regularly scheduled drunk, James. And thank you for that. Now, I tend to agree that this is one of the lesser pay-per-views that they've had to take over. You know, I actually... I actually fell asleep during the Gargano uh, Lee match. It was got it got boring to me until I saw him um, pounce him into that barricade. I think I said that right, James. Pounce! <laughs> Give some love to Alpha Male Monty Brown. The pounce! No, I'm not going into all that. My, I'm, I'm surprised I even got a voice after all the stuff I was doing yesterday. But yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, um, I enjoyed the three-way match between Charlotte, EO, and um, Rhea. I did enjoy that one. The here it comes the Killian Cross and uh, 
Tommaso Ciampa match seemed a little short to me. And I don't know if it was I, I would have I would have liked to see that match go a little bit longer. Uh, like I said, you know, Gargano and Lee is what it is. Uh, they, why of all places, a parking lot for Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole? How many times you gonna do do that match? Well, they at least do that little bit of WCW flavor with the monster truck. Well, I mean, out of out of ten, and I hate to say this because all the takeovers are just so great, but out of out of a ten, I have to get it's like a five and a half. What did you say? Five and a half. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we wasn't watching the same thing once again. Well, James and I apparently was watching the same thing. I don't know what the hell you was looking at. Well, y'all are old and blind. We can at least hear, though. Okay. I get what you're saying about the crowd noise. The crowd noise just sounded fake and phony. Uh, yeah, because they cracked the whip on them whenever they wasn't doing what they were supposed to do. And all these all this, uh, all these folks, uh, they, they call, calling them out over the uh, the PA, PA system. system, talking about, yeah, you need to do this and do that, and don't call them NXT superstars. Call them performance center recruits, like, and uh, standing for long periods of time. I mean, yeah, they they're wearing no them down. Yeah. AEW people sitting, chilling. They get up if there's interaction, interactions, uh, organic, you know, in character. You know, I think between Big Swole this week and MJF was hilarious. But I don't know. I understand, I understand why things are a certain way based off production. And, you know, a lot of people don't look at the uh, Raws and SmackDowns and NXTs in the context of a television show. But a television show, you have a script. You, you, you know, the, the crowd is, is prompted to applaud or to laugh or whatever. You know, and you have to keep TV time and you got to pay your bills and do everything. It has to flow in a particular order if it is a live show in order to get what you need to get in throughout the course of everything. So I get it. But at the same time, there has to be some give. Especially when it's on your own network, quote unquote. Just saying. So you don't have to worry about any constraints and only do two and a half hours. I, I, I get it. I get but what did you see? What did you see? Number We're one, uh, only thing that, that kind of pissed me off tonight was I love the backlot, bro. Of course, DC's own Velveteen Dream was in it. And I, I just knew, I knew Velveteen was going to beat uh, 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 Adam Cole. Even with interference, I was like, okay, the interference is coming. He's still going to win. I'm going to be able to get on Twitter and say, DC's own Adam Cole. It's now your NXT world champion. But instead, I don't get that. And he came out in a Marcialago with the Negan vibe, with Lucille over the shoulder. I wish they would have gave him some real Bob Wido. But all of that to lose, that pissed me off. I kind of, my interest kind of dipped after that because I just knew. I thought you were supposed be- to be singing some praise. You sound just like us right Hold now. Hold on. 
Hold, hold on. Okay. I got I to get he this said, one bad out he the said, way. He, he said that's what pissed him off. But, you know, he, he's getting It was a good it. match. It's a good match. It was a, it was a great match. Um, Keith Lee versus Gargano. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, match of the night. Was It was back and forth. It, 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 was, it was classic. I, I just... I wasn't missing anything. I, I never, I watched it all on my phone because I was back and forth. I put it in front of me, playing my Madden in the league and everything. And I'm like, okay, let me run this. And I'm, I'm driving down the field, something happened. So I got to press pause and look. So I was happy with that match. It took me away from everything. Okay. The main event couldn't have been any better because it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't what everybody thought it was going to be. You know, you thinking Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, Charlotte. Okay, Charlotte Gray walked through this thing, and 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 it's a cakewalk for her. Nah, she had Rhea Ripley in a figure eight, and here Io Shirai comes in, bang, one, two, three, NXT Women's Champion right there. I'm. I'm I didn't see that coming. That was a that, that's that was a good swerve to me. I didn't have that going like that. I thought Rhea Ripley looking oh so lovely. Um, I actually thought she was going to come out and take this, but Io Shirai, your three time NXT Women's Champion, I, I, I Gargano and 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 Karrion Cross. I'm, I'm sorry, Tommaso Ciampa and Karrion Cross. Eh, that's one of the ones I was like. Eh, eh, eh. Whatever, I really wasn't impressed with it. Uh, but Finn Balor and Damian Priest, another one that kept me glued. Uh, the six, the six woman uh, tag team match. Great way to start off, but I was expecting a little bit more action. Just my thing. But overall, if I had to give this a rating of one to ten, one being the lowest, ten being the highest. I say I got to give it at least an eight and a half. It, it's, I don't know what else you guys were expecting under the circumstances. And maybe my standards, of course, my standards are not your standards. And you guys have a little bit more uh, experience. And, and, and you can tell different things that I can see where a match is scripted and everything, and especially that, that backlight brawl was, it was good, but yeah, they had to, they got to do a little bit better with how they record that. But you guys have a little bit more experience than I have. I mean, you know, y'all oldest Methuselah, so I understand. I mean, y'all watch Nature Boy Buddy Rogers wrestle. I get it. I get it. But I got to give it an eight and a half. But James called Medusa's hair. Well, I mean, you know, if you want to get on Medusa, speaking of which, I'm getting ready to get a Medusa tattoo. The the African goddess, Medusa. She had dreadlocks. She did not have snakes. I'm getting ready to get that tattoo on my back. But I don't know what you guys were watching because this was – it wasn't a 10. It was an eight and a half, especially during the main event, the triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship Telling Charlotte, you don't go here. I invented here. I made here. That right there. I was like, oh, shit. 
See, she pulled your card. Yeah, I was happy about that. But I guess it's the little things in life. I'm, I'm, I'm. Maybe I'm starved. I don't know. It just seemed like a thrown together show to me. And I mean, it, so did really, money in the bank. Oh, I ain't put. I ain't comparing that piece of shit to nothing ever in life. That's just like garbage. But this, I mean, there was really no need for this pay-per-view, in my opinion. What was the purpose of it? I mean, all they're doing is all they're doing is following up storylines, and yeah, you throw in a title change just to make it just to make it worth something. You know, you push you push you push the Tabasso Champa, Kyrian Cross storyline. You knew he was gonna win. Push the girls' matches. The girls, the six, the six, uh, six woman tag. You push that forward because all that is is um, a stretch for the Mia Yim and um, and uh, Candice LeRae match. You know, well, they they didn't even do that, man. I, I mean, no, I was no, I mean, no. They, they took them out. They took, man. they took them out of the equation altogether. Exactly. And all I'm they like, did what? was the fact that there's about to be a change. There's about to be a turn between Rachel Gonzalez and um and uh, uh Dakota Kai. Uh, Dakota Kai, yeah. Yeah. Like, how are you gonna have a six man tag based off of the beef between Yim and Larray, but then Yim and Larray aren't the focal points? So I'm like, okay, maybe they're setting up for the interference between uh, Keith Lee and Gargano, which they did show up, but it wasn't a match breaking interference. So then, what was the purpose of removing them from their own six-woman tag? It's like, some of that just didn't make sense. Right. And I like Mia, I'm sorry, uh, Io Shirai. Like, I really like Io Shirai. I think she has one of the best entrances going on right now for the women. But if I was uh, Bianca Belair, I'd be pretty pissed. Like, how many match of the nights has she had in NXT? And EO has had, what, this is maybe her third or fourth title opportunity that I can think of. I may be wrong the number, but I know it's less than 10. And she wins the belt. Really? Really? Granted, it, I like the finish. But what I think is going to happen, what I think is going to happen is, is that they're going to send Rhea back to NXT UK. And they're going to bring Charlotte back to wherever, you know, either Raw or SmackDown, whatever she's going to do. But and I like Charlotte being on every promotion. That 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 showed the the strength of Charlotte right there. I'm I, I, I I agree with that, but you knew that wasn't going to last for so long. I know it wasn't going to be forever, but at the same time, it was just cool because they, they they're not going to do it with the men, but at least it's showing that the women, you know, she's strong enough to she's running all three brands. Now she's what? Because technically she's on uh, NXT, so she's just going to be on NXT. If they keep her there for the ratings of the show, then what? I mean, granted, she'll have more match opportunities, but we know she's technically more superior than everybody on that roster and also but, the other rosters. Here's my question to you two gentlemen, and because you seem like you're in agreement with it. Why would you send Rhea Ripley back to NXT UK? I, I mean, no, I mean she don't have to help. go. She don't have to go, but they need the help. I mean, I don't... I, I can't even watch the NXT UK now, and I was watching them when they first started out. But I, 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 I try to, to turn, 
I don't try to I try to watch that show and I have to turn it off after like the second match because I just can't I just can't it's not keep it's not holding my interest. There's nobody there's nobody on NXT UK right now that holds my interest. Now when they were doing the um uh with the uh brother the with the uh two the three the three man the Gallus when they had the Gallus gimmick going on. Mm-hmm. And then you got Imperium. I like Imperium, but now Imperium got the tag titles over in NXT UK, and they ain't doing nothing with Alexander Wolf. You haven't even heard from Walter in a while. So I mean, you got you you had the thing where it was going to be Walter and uh, Finn Balor, and they shut that down. Well, so, COVID I mean, shut that down. COVID. I mean, a, a lot of storylines. I think they're just trying to rebuild and pull for what they can based off of who's available and and situations and who wants to work, blah, 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 which I get. And I'm giving a, a lot of a grain of salt. It's just some of the decision-making I didn't agree with for, for, for the booking because it, it just seemed, like I said, the, the Yim LeRae thing seemed anticlimactic because I thought that was the purpose of the six-woman tag was to have them finally culminate, get their hands on each other, and they just kind of whatever. Balor and Priest was actually a really good match. They beat the hell out of each other. So I thought that was the best rivalry of the night when it comes down to it since um, Ciampa and Cross was kind of, like you said, a letdown. It was short. I, mean, I understand Cross needs to come over and, 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 you know, get the rub and all that. But I don't know. Like, Ciampa, should you, he shouldn't have lost that way. It should have been a DQ beatdown or something like that, not just a clean finish. I know Chopper's career. I mean, he can handle a loss, but really, he can't come back after that. Be daddy's home, and then Cross is like, you know, I beat you, right? My first match, my first takeover, I whooped you. <laughs> uh, you know, Keith Lee versus Gargano. I thought it was pretty solid, but I don't know. I don't know. In comparison, I didn't leave from the WWE Network tonight like I would be hyped after every other takeover that's happened. And I'm not blaming COVID. I'm just saying I didn't feel it like I felt every other takeover that has happened in match quality and performance and and effort and everything else. I just didn't it just didn't do it for me. Which means, you know, going into backlash, let's not even talk about that because I I probably will take a nap doing the greatest wrestling match ever. Because just billing it at that, that's that's some bravado that I don't even want to begin thinking about at this moment. <laughs> like, you can't say, oh, my God. I'm still well, perplexed I'm on sure, how they're going to call it that. I'm sure between now and next week, you'll know every match and what happened. Because you know they taped it tonight. Yeah, I'm not, oh. not going to pay attention. I'm not going to pay attention. But I, wait, we better be talking wait. to Dean Malenko and some other people. Want to come down to grappling and everything else? Like, hey, you need, we need to go back and get some some serious refreshers. I want to see hold for hold, catches, catch can, all that stuff. Like, you better t- you better teach here's me a, how to wrestle. Here's a, a a question, and I thought about this when we talked about it last week, uh, and them calling this the the greatest wrestling match ever, whatever they want to call it. But I thought that already happened about mm, 19, 20 years ago when the Nubian Sumo went on top of the cage and did a full centon bomb 
on to the People's Choice Rodriguez, trying to get the one, two, three, but he kicked out. I thought that already happened. Technically, you're almost correct. I rolled out of the way. James bounced. And then, uh, because, you know, he's a sumo, he still caught me. So I had to push his leg off in order to kick out. That's technically what happened. You got You know, if you're going to bring that stuff up, you got to be accurate, man. People going to think that I just took a full splash like that. Well, man. Well, well, I mean, it, it 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 ended in a double count out, but it's cool though. It's cool. I'm just hey, saying. Man. Hey, I still retain the belt on a double count out. That's all that matters. I think that rule needs to be changed. I used to Julie, love it. Now I kind of it's in the history books. It's in the history books. I still think that rule needs to be changed. Let's change it for the future. Because mm. if, if you remember, you know, not to jump off subject, but this is why I say that. Uh. Doing Triple H's first two, three reigns as WWF champion, he would always do something to get himself disqualified to keep his belt. It has to get to a point where you're like, all right, here we go. You can't keep doing this. But it's the heel builder. It's in the heel's repertoire. Ask Ric Flair. I, I was I was a staple of the four horsemen. It's like, oh, Sting is about to. Nope, here come the beat down. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we knew it was coming, but we just wanted to see it. I mean, that's what builds a heel. Trundy. I'll give you that. I mean, that's wrestling 101. Speaking of uh, building a heel, I, I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but you kind of segued into it and it kind of makes sense in the context of this crazy world and uh conversation of just heat but did you guys see the the out of nowhere tweet from your boy leo rush tweeting retweeting out the email that he sent uh somebody in wwe's corporate offices about the the water carrying hazing and opening the doors and carrying the bags for uh the vets which is something that's been happening forever um, which in a, the grand scale of hazing or or paying your dues or respect is not that hard of a deal since it's happening, you know, NFL. We talked about it on the show, but he rehashed that just out of nowhere. It's like uh, we're dealing with protests and George Floyd and, and Sandra Bland, all these other things that's going on. And, and why are we bringing this back up again? But at the same time, I'm not calling them racist. Like, well, what the hell are you saying? Either you're saying they're racist or they're not racist. Make up your mind. But Mark Henry has stopped messaging about Leo Rush. Why is Leo Rush messing about this tomfoolery still? Like, you're not there. You just sold all your gear. And you're still tweeting about what they are and are not doing. Why they hired Drake Maverick back? That's messed up. They ain't hire anybody else back. It's a business. If they want to hire one person back, they can do that. What they got to do with everybody else? Exactly. You don't know what the 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 criteria of them getting let go. That just because they got let go don't mean they're not getting paid. Sarah Logan's not hurt. She got she gets to spend more time on her farm and do the things she wants to do. But it's that doesn't mean that it's the end of her career. Some Ruby Rive is on a watch party for in your house tonight. I mean, you might be reassigned to something else. You may not be an in ring performer, but right now, as much as I love Leo. Things like that, you starting to make me sour on you, and and, and you, you you 
you you from PG County, you from the DMV, <clears throat> and you jive like yeah, Mo. That's how I feel, and that's what I really want to say. But like, yo, you jive like yeah, you blowing me, son. Like I don't, I don't I don't know what else to say to him because you're you're worried about paying your dues, and anytime you're a rookie in any business, especially sports. You got to pay your dues to the veterans. Whether it be buying donuts, grabbing coffee, grabbing bags, carrying water. It doesn't matter. You pay your dues. Then when somebody else comes in, but as let me back up a little bit. As you're paying your dues, you got to listen to those conversations. You got to listen to what they're saying. If I'm, this is my first year in WWE, and I'm on the road, and I got, you know, let's say it's the attitude there because I was younger then. And I got Triple H, I got The Rock, I got Stone Cold, I got The Undertaker, I got Mick Foley, who's also, it has a birthday today, happy birthday to Dude Love, Cactus Jack, uh, Mick Foley. Bang, bang. Uh, <clears throat> mankind. But if they said, hey, go grab my bag, okay. And as I'm walking and carrying their bags, I'm picking that brain. I'm asking every question I could possibly ask. Okay, if I'm in this situation, what hold would you do with this? Okay, with your greatest match of all time, I mean, how could it went different? I'm learning things about the business. That's what you do it for. It's not them using you as a slave, but you have to be a student of the game. Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't see the problem. It's not like Cena didn't do it. Mark Henry didn't do it. Truth didn't do it. I mean, you know, uh, Ron Simmons, you know, they all did it. And it, the worst part, I could understand if this was the old school 80s into early 90s ribbing where people's pooping in people's bags and, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. No. He's, hey, they asked me to carry the water. They asked me to carry their bags. That's it? They carry the bag? I mean, I don't. Like Let I me said, ask you a question. You start a job at, at, at an office. Hey, I brought everybody donuts. Exactly. You know, my first day, I brought everybody donuts. You know, it's just the ice. It's just you're gonna learn. You're gonna have to go through the growing pains. It could be, you know, hey, at the DC zone, I need you to go out there, and this is, you know, no, not usually go go find this particular Chinese spot, and then bring me some beef and broccoli for lunch. The Chinese spot don't even exist, mind you. <laughs> it took mm -hmm. about an hour and a half for them to figure that out. But, you know, they came back like, I couldn't find it. Yeah, it's not there. <laughs> you know, just little th crazy things like that. It's, it's, it's fun, but then you pass it on and it, it becomes something. But the simple fact that you went and looked. Yeah. I, I didn't ask you to do anything crazy that was going to hurt you. That was, uh, you know, health or, or, or socially wrong or anything like that. I don't know if it's just the, the, the young mindset. Of you know you can't tell me what this is messed up. I should be doing this. I'm just young and, and da da da. And you know I'm supposed to be getting paid to work. Like yeah, but number one, he's a millennial, and that's how all these millennials are that are in the business right now. That's a lot of them are a lot of them are thinking that way, and a lot of them think that they don't have to go through all the uh, dues and whatnot that they got to be paid, just like the old the old school guys did. So that's one. Number two, he's trying to keep himself relevant. Because right now, after 
but he got he's gotten a slight rub off of Mark Henry, and just like Mark mm. Henry said, if you want me to try to promote you to help your music career or whatever the case may be, just 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 say something. Let me help you. I'm trying to help. You. But now he's gotten a little bit of rub off of Mark Henry. He's gotten his name out there. He needs to keep himself relevant. He needs to keep his name going because whatever music he's he's got going ain't being played nowhere. Yep. Ain't nobody talking about it. Nope. Nobody's nobody knows how to find it. So I mean, I, unless you follow him on Twitter, that's right. it. So what, what's so, the time frame before he's in somebody's promotion? He, he, before he recants like Roger Goodell. You're welcome, KG. I know you want to talk about it. <laughs> before he recants, they'd be like, you know, maybe I was acting out of character and I, I just didn't grow up, but I realized that. Uh, I need to grow up a little bit, and some of the things I did, you know what, that's on me. But moving forward, I'm going to try to be a better person and a better uh, sports entertainer for whatever I do in the future at whatever, you know, I'm open for bookings at whatever. How long? I know it's coming. Well, he got uh, – I'm, I'm on his Twitter page now, and it, it's – Business inquiries contact music by Leo at gmail.com. Uh, he has music by Leo.com is where you can find his album at. But here's the crazy thing with everything that you're doing, you have 71,000 followers, going almost 72,000. You're following no one. I'm not, I'm, I'm not understanding like. Bro, what more do you want? You have a voice. You have a platform. You're a very talented performer. But sometimes this sense of entitlement. And yes, in the indies, you've done some great things. But just like I was great at my last job, when I came to my new job, I was at the bottom and I had to work my way up to show that I was great once again. That's the challenge. And it's like, he goes from being great in this promotion, comes to WWE, he becomes great in NXT, but then when you get to the main roster, you're already supposed to be considered great? No. You got to work. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, the, 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 the rookies, not only do you have to carry water, but you do ring setup and, and, and craft food service setup and all that. Don't you do setup? For me, if I got the nod I, I and had the opportunity, if time could go back, which at this moment I wouldn't want to change anything because it is what it is. But if I could go back being a young, dumb, undereducated for, and I'll explain what I mean by that, kid from Baltimore that was not given the tools to realize that Maryland Championship Wrestling was a 35-minute bus ride away or to even conceptualize that D.C. was 45 minutes away. That's how under influenced and educated you know before i started getting around people that you know molded me and pushed me forward to think forward discover and get out there but i had i have realized those things i would be in would have been in mcw i would have made that happen and then if that would have worked and i would have gotten the opportunity and uh, the people's choice don Rodriguez wouldn't have been just a character that was created for video games and, and uh, e-wrestling and, and things like that that I've done um, and became a real character in sports entertainment itself. 
I don't, I would have put up the ring. I would have, you know what I'm saying, swept the floors. I would have put the chairs up. Well, I don't care. I'm just so happy to be here right now. <laughs> Living my dream, going from watching it, watching the boyhood dream come true for Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 12 to actually standing next to HBK in NXT or wherever. Like, hell. Like, you want some water? Shit. You want me to cold it? I mean, I'll go to the Arctic, chop the ice myself, put it in a container, and bring it back for you. Just tell me what you need me to do. That That's how I would be. I'd be so honored that they chose me to be part of the WWE, or even then, part of WCW, or part of the NWA, or wherever. ECW. Hell, I would have went there and took a chair. I don't care. Um, that, hell, yeah. Now, but if you poop in my bag, I'm going to beat the hell out of you. Oh, that's going to be some... It's only going to take one of those times. We're going to go to wrestling court because you're going to go to Undertaker and be like, what do you do? Taker will be like, what do you do? I pooped in his bag. What do he do back to you? He beat me the hell for about five minutes with that damn baseball bat. Now, he didn't have to, you know, beat me with the bat. Then he was like, well, did you do that? Yeah, I beat him. You should have not that. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> he pooped in my bag. <laughs> So I'm going to beat the hell out of him with this baseball bat. That's just what we do in Baltimore. I don't know what to tell you. I could have stomped him with the Tims too. But I just, I digress. That would have been a little too rough with the Tims. But yeah, he's going to, you're going to get that ass with him. But other than that, never scum up happy. the butters. Oh, oh, come on now. They black Tims. You better stop playing with me. OG, son. OG. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think the WWE has these guys doing the ring setup and all that. They got crews for that. Now, if you got, if you if you got somebody like maybe like MCW or MLW maybe or you know well, some of these some of these uh, smaller organizations, yeah, they're doing their own setups and well, whatnot. NXT I, does on tour when they're on tour, they set up the ring and stuff. Oh, do they? Yep. Outside of the a... large the large venues, but when they're doing just the local shows, yeah, that that's part of their thing. They set up the ring. Oh, okay. And set up the chairs and stuff. I can see that F- I can see that in FCW, but I didn't think they were doing that in NXT. Yeah, as long as it's not a major arena show, like if they're going to, you know, because you'll see, I'm quite sure you guys see some of the tweets and videos where, like, at an armory or something, it's a little bit more close quarters, almost like that Ring of Honor feel. Then, yeah, they're setting that up themselves. But once they get into uh, arena or, or something that's larger, then they'll have somebody uh, come in and do that because then it's, it's a bigger produced show. Which I thought was pretty cool when I found that out. I was like, oh, yeah, they're setting up the ring and all that. That's pretty awesome. They break it down and, and pack it up, and then they would just go back to uh, full sale and do their tapements again. This is, you know, the once-in-a-while thing. But now that they kind of gotten big for their britches, so to speak. But I was just curious. But since we talked about the Leo Rush, I still – you guys didn't say um, what do you think he's going to recant and, and beg for forgiveness at some point in – Start wrestling again. I, I give so him. I, travel, I give him four months. Because I don't I know how much money months. he got. I don't know how much money he got left. But <laughs> COVID ain't helping things right now. So I know he sold all of his gear. Well, at least he was putting it, most of it up. But outside of that, where are you getting his revenue from, Moose? Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully he's getting some money from the contract he got from making that record. Whoever's distributing it for him, but yeah, I don't. If he, if he, if if he does recant, I would be surprised if he did because for him to recant would go up against his character. 
his gimmick of being the ass that he is. Well, I, so I did throw I the Roger say, Goodell thing out there as a preface to that. So it is possible, sir. <laughs> it is possible. We have seen this past week. It is extremely possible for those things to happen. I call in yeah, Goodell and the, ass and all that stuff. But, but we it, went from no Kaepernick to my bad. Yeah, no, but he, in his recant, he didn't. He never said the name. He never said his name. They didn't say Voldemort's name until he started killing people. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's call his pay his pay. Oh, he gonna say his name. He gonna have to. This this mess is, is too big. That's stage one. I was watching um uh, interview on uh, the Young Turks, and what they pointed out was for the first time. The NFL owners, because they had to come to this consensus before Goodell says it, have realized that they are losing this situation. So they're going to either have to conform, at least act like they support this thing, or they're going to have to be the ones wondering in this climate with COVID and everything else, how are we going to make these millions of dollars to pay these players and all? We got to honor these contracts because nobody's coming. Ask Drew Brees. Yeah, his players may have been like, oh, okay, yeah, Drew, we know his character. But to, um, you know, Lady Down and, and the Ward, she going to be like, oh, psh, I ain't going to support an old dad going St. Drew Breed. Psh, I root for him. <laughs> you hear what he said out of his mouth? You oh, know? that's why, that's where the second apology came from. Yeah, because it's all in the pockets now. People, they're starting to realize, and you I'm quite sure you guys heard about it with the crab thing in Maryland with uh, the, the crab uh, place owner. He, he kind of went out of pocket and said some things mm-hmm. about how they're not going to burn down the Social Security office, black people. And then people showed out and showed up, and he didn't sell Naya crab that day in the heat in June. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three places, I think is what, he, what they have and they own, sold no crabs. That's perishable item food source no crabs in maryland i'm telling you when they realize when we realized we got the power of money that 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 changed the world right there it wasn't just that one post they went back and uh during the um after trayvon martin was murdered he oh i hope the zimmerman guy gets off oh my god I, I wish I could love this post. Like what? Like not wow. not only that. Let, let's take color out of the concept here. That's a grown man that stalked a child and killed him because he got his ass whooped for fucking with a child that could beat his ass. Let's just talk about that right there. But then you you, you stalked him and you killed him after they t- told you to leave him be. We're on our way. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. And then you got away with it. <laughs> Let me not get into this. We, we, if if you haven't, uh, <laughs> you haven't listened to Thursday Night Throwdown, where we pretty much myself and the boss BJ went in, had a few choice words for a couple of people about what's going on in the climate. Please go back and listen to that. Please, but do. uh. I'm not, I'm not even going to get into it because I'm going to get riled up again. I got one of the most dirtiest looks because I said so many F-bombs. So I got a very, very uh, a, 
series of dirty looks from my wife because she was like, you don't normally do that when you record. I said, yeah, I don't. But I was a little, I was heated. I was fired up, baby. Well, I'm glad you went full Sam Jackson. But considering, I mean, you got to have an outlet, uh, a way to just, just get that frustration out into the open, uh, at least to put a, a word to the emotion. May not be the most PC word, but mm-hmm. a word is a word opposed to holding it in. It becomes violent and, and other things that can manifest in lootings and stuff like that that we've seen. But shout out to Keith Lee for his uh, Black Lives Matter attire. That was yeah. a, a great uh, uh, kin to what um, Bianca Belair wore at her last takeover with uh, Black History in the making. So shout out to Keith Lee and um, and supporting that movement. And, you know, that was that. But I, that, that Leo Rush thing, I mean, I was like, should I? But yeah, because I'm tired of talking about it. But at the same time, I just thought it was just out of nowhere. It's like, who? Who cares? Really? Like, is it is it's not in the strong comparison of everything else that is going on. Unless you're saying that they have some racial issues. All they have to do is just, you know, hey, carry a bag. This is what, you know, the new guys do. Okay. All right, cool. If you had a problem with that, then instead of writing a letter, say, hey, I'm tapping out. You ain't got to keep going to the job. You can tap out. You can go to Ring of Honor. You can go to uh, somewhere else and say, hey, I've just asked for my release. It's not how I get down. Now, if they get down yeah. into different places in the same way, then obviously it's not them, it's you. <laughs> and then you can go flip some burgers at McDonald's or do whatever else that interests you in life. You always have a choice. Always. And that's what, if he failed to realize that he always had a choice, I'm going to need you to wake up, young brother. Because in every situation, that's one thing my mother always told me. I told her one time I didn't have a choice to do something. She said, you always got a choice. It's up to you to make the choice. Can't nobody make it for you. Yep. And now, if it, if I was going to make that choice and give an idea, how many followers does he have? It's almost 72,000. 72,000 followers. I wonder, in this climate, if I'm looking to make a name for myself, or get out there, and I'm producing music at home at the rate that he's producing songs, like asking for ideas, and he just produces a song at home. Why not produce a song or music geared towards the uplifting of our community? And then put that out there. And then that's the, the driving force. Become a voice for change. Become a voice for inspiration. And then that's what you use to help catapult. Instead of worrying about what happened in the past that you disassociated from, let's help build a better future. I'm quite sure out of 72,000 followers, he may actually get some forward traction more than I can't name a damn song he's got. And then he also talked about how he didn't like the song I Come to Collect. I thought that was a pretty daggone good song and fit his character. But hey, I guess over the however many times he had to come out to it, he just got tired of doing his little jerk move and and that's it. Like, shit, there's, there's some worse theme songs out there, trust me. <laughs> there's definitely some bad songs out there that I would hate to have to hear. I'm quite sure Macho Man was like, God damn, if I hear Pompous Circumstance, one more God damn time. 
But no, no, no. He heard that song. He got paid. No, but yet he going to somebody graduation. Didn't it? Like God dang it! Come on, Ric Flair, two thousand one Space Odyssey. Oh, it's gonna be a good movie. Like no, (laughs) I can't escape the theme. That's a great it, position it, to be in, though. It, it always made you happy, though. I mean, that's yeah. one thing. I, I never felt sad when I heard the Macho Man's music. Oh, yeah. But I, I know it gets old. Like, for a while, Chris Jericho said, uh, I'm admitted that he didn't even know what the heck his song was saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew it was break the walls down, something, 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 walls of Jericho. <laughs> like, hey. You don't have to know it, Chris. I know that best word for word because it is still in a heavy rotation, technically the only rotation, uh, WWE Music Volume 4 and the CD player in the car. I know that damn song. Uh, Yeah. Speaking of Chris Jericho, I did something Friday. It was nice outside Friday, and I was riding through a neighborhood in Pasadena. And I let the windows down. You Cali? No, Pasadena, Merlin. Oh, okay, just check it for the peoples, you know. <laughs> I, I let the windows down in the van, and I had finished the whole neighborhood. So it was it's a one it's a, a dead end. So once you go through and do all the little side streets, you come straight back out. So everybody's out and washing cars and walking a dog, and the kids are out. I rode up the street very very slow, blasting Judas. <laughs> I oh man! Stop me and say, what is that? I have to find. I'm like, you don't know Judas by Fozzie? Fozzie, I've never heard of Fozzie. I'm like, Chris Jericho? The wrestler? Yes. So I've, I've, I've created a few more Fozzie fans by listening to so. Judas. But it's great when I can listen to you it. You also plugged the uh, WrestleManiacs, right? Since they marked out on the wrestler. Like, yeah, and you know, I talk wrestling. You put us out there, right? Of course. Okay. But it's. It's beautiful when I can open the sliding door on the side and it gets right to that point and I just it's like I feel like I'm making my interest. So I'm at the gorilla position. So I just walk out and I just look side to side, that mean mug and go deliver my package. Ah gets me going, man. Well, that's that's good. But then uh how many packages did you deliver to Jordan that day? I don't do <laughs> that area. Oh, you do that area. Tell him no, he no, does no, that area. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm all. We're talking about Pasadena. Okay, you were talking about Pasadena. I'm in. I'm. I do Pasadena. Thank you. See, Gibbons Island. That's where I'm at. Gilligan's Island. All that stuff. We was talking about all that. You want to talk about something, James? Over there, sound like he and the the West Side and Cali. What with that little video you posted? Like, what the hell? I thought people was going to start crip, crip walking over there. What video? Your Facebook Live. Oh, y'all saw that. I huh? heard the, the music. <laughs> Heck yeah. I'm like, is somebody about to start? Oh, he tripped, he tripped and fell. Somebody <laughs> What are you talking about? I've fallen and I can't get up. Who fell? Who fell? What I miss? You fell. You, know, you were talking and you was doing a bunch of bumping around like you fell over and whatnot, like you had a seizure or something. No, man. I didn't fall over. I just stood up. Oh, oh that's what it was. Okay. And knocked, knocked, everybody hip. Off. <laughs> knocked everybody off. 
No, that was the the attachment to the phone making that. The little. Uh, yeah. I got an iPhone, man. I heard it's that. Now it's that 3.5, the lightning cable adapter. It got pulled out a little bit as I stood up because I wasn't holding the phone in my hands. Like, oh, yeah, kind of forgot about that. That's what happens like, when you used to wearing wireless headsets all the time and then you go to the wired headset and your brain kind of forgets that there's a cord attached to your phone. Yeah, because I, like, uh, I was like, he fall down, go boom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, James, see, I, I didn't want to tell this. Since he always telling stories about you but never tell stories about himself. See, he said something about a wireless headset. When we first started, he got the wireless headset. And he sent everybody a video of him doing My Prerogative by Bobby Brown with his wireless headset. What? If I can find it, I'm posting it online. <laughs> I did not send such a thing. I mean, did he I? was in there. Everybody's talking all this stuff about me. I may have I said mean, that. Yeah, I may have said Was I naked? No. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, that was me. That was me. That was my stunt double. Because <laughs> I know I would have been bucket naked. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-mm. Okay. So y'all saw the vid. Y'all saw my. Y'all saw the video. You you notice. You notice on the IG video, I had the water dance and loose booty going right. Yeah. Then we also. Who was the lady that was over there? Uh, uh, looked like she was. Doing at the media, like she was at the media table on a laptop, just uh, documenting everything to the to the the Facebook Live people or something. I don't know. She just looked like she was sitting there documenting what was going on, as if this was a real live event. Well, I'm gonna shout. I'm gonna shout out my girl Queenie, and I ain't gonna let you talk about her. So no, I'm not talking about it. It was just weird. Like you were panning, and everybody is just all smoking or drinking, and then she okay. got the serious face, and she on the laptop. I'm like. Is so, she, like, interacting with the Facebook Live people? Is this, like, a thing? Am I missing something? No. Nah, people so, are like, what's up, James? What's up? What y'all doing? I'm like, oh, snap. This mess is serious. So most of the people that were at that party that I panned around to were either people I went to college with or they're part of a group that I'm with, a cigar group called the Good Time Gang. Now, she is the deputy mayor of the Charlotte chapter of the Good Time Gang. Okay. And she came all the way from Charlotte to Raleigh just to mm. be at this party because not only was it my birthday party, but it was the first anniversary of the GTG Durham chapter as well, of mm. which I would I am a part of as well as the DC chapter because I was inducted Durham chapter, but because I live in DC chapter, I'm affiliated with them as well. So. <laughs> She made an effort because she made an effort to come down because she was like, "Yeah, this not only is it your birthday, but it's y'all's anniversary, and anything GTG that I can get to, I'm going to." So, you know, I appreciate her and her um and her man coming through and uh hanging out with me. So yeah, shout out to Queenie. That's a four hour drive, right? From Charlotte like to two, uh... two and a half, two and a half. Okay. That's so good, a little Star Trek. I just thought it was. It wasn't. I'm not saying it bad. It was but, just funny. But the reason why, why she had the laptop. <laughs> but the reason I never got to the reason why she had the le- reason she had the laptop is because she's taking a class, oh, an okay. online class, and she needed to finish some things up. You know, because she made the trip, but she did. She still needed to do this, so she brought a laptop with her. We gave. She she came and she finished everything up, 
And when she got done, she caught up with us real fast. Time, <laughs> time to start crip walking again. <laughs> la da da da. Well, that, 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 that was pretty cool. I just thought that was funny. Well, look at this dude, James, over here grinning and smiling. He drunk as hell. <laughs> Wait a minute. Which one? Which video are you watching? The Facebook Live video. Which one? I don't know, man. How many <laughs> drunk videos did you make? The one, the one, the one that's on my page. Yeah, I just oh, who else's page am I on? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, you, I'm you, not. Fo- I don't know who else to follow that you know, James. So obviously, it's your page. I'm saying, you know, you, you know, posted it. You you know, sometimes you have people who do put stuff up and it shows up on my page, even though you don't, you're not friends with them. James, it was, you, you started with your big old face in the camera. Like the okay, first 30 seconds, that, that was all you. That's, like, God dang. That, that describes three videos. That knocks it down to three videos. So was oh, it data, the daytime okay. or nighttime? It was daytime, James. It was daytime. Okay, so that was the first. Okay, so that was the very first. Okay. Oh, that's good. That, that's all we need right there. See how when you get that old and that drunk, you don't remember what the hell you're doing. I'm telling you, I've seen like six videos of me from that day, from yesterday. I'm trying oh, to tell you. Oh my god! These same videotapes that you don't remember it. You don't. You, you're not because you're not going to see. You're not going to see when I actually at, when mid, at midnight. You're not going to see that video. <laughs> oh, I bet you we probably will. That's going to be on. Uh, was that Vivid Video? Is <laughs> who, who's putting because that out? So IG the video that's on IG was after midnight. You know, so I'd already oh. had my already had my birthday drink and the whole thing. So that was good. That was leading toward the end of the night when everybody was about to shut. Not too long before we shut it down. That that IG video. Oh, did you have some uh, mask wearing scrippers? No, we didn't. No, we didn't do that. You know, we had in laws over here, and you know, people's parents and whatnot. So they didn't get. Crazy. They, they didn't have ones. They can't stop at the ATM. No, 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 no. It ain't. Hey, hey. It wasn't. It wasn't that type of party. I don't know, man. This sound like so a gangster party to me. Nothing but a gangster party. When we gonna do that? Nothing but a gangster party. Gangster party. I'll be. I'll be back. Nobody chime in on the Tupac. No, nobody chime in on the Tupac. I'll be back in really? DC on the thirteenth. Mm, thirteenth. Yeah, and I'm uh, for a month. To the people's choice. When are you coming home, brother? Well, we'll, we'll talk about that off air. Okay, because uh, that that's gonna man, that's gonna be a goddamn <laughs> see see. But see, the thing is, when you come home this time, I understand you got to get with family. We need more than a couple of hours to chill, man. Oh, man. We're going to have to talk about that off air. Okay. It's going to be a whirlwind of a time that time, man. But uh, James, he came into town last year. And, I mean, everybody was, you know, busy. I I I was off that Saturday. I came home. No, I actually worked that morning. I came home, showered, changed. And I I was so tired. I was like, ah, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to. I hadn't seen the dude in what? Shit, had it been? It had been some time, twenty, yeah, almost over twenty, 20 years. years. Yeah. And 
I, I, hell, it made my goddamn day. But I, I was like, yeah, we can't, we can't keep going this long amount of time without seeing family. Can't do that. So I'm once right. we get him here, we might have to kidnap him for a little bit. So he better put in some FMLA or something from work. Because <laughs> that's going to be a hell of a party, some hell of a videos, and a hell of a time. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do a Facebook Live edition of the show that time, that when that happens. Oh, God. I don't know <laughs> if you guys are ready for that, because I'll still be bucket naked. Uh, no, not around no. me, you ain't. Well, don't worry. The room would be dark anyway. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not sitting in no project. And that's how we're going to leave this show because, you know, we're going off the rails, trucking and driving about some crazy stuff that has nothing to do with a takeover, but it's all involving around somebody's house at that point. Yeah. So I'm quite sure. So I guess it's still apropos. But uh, in, your, uh, in your house, NXT TakeOver is in the books, good or bad. By hooker by crook, AEW and Tony Khan. I'm quite sure. Like, well, dodge the bullet on that one. Fighter Fest. We got to dial it up. So we'll, we'll see exactly what they're going to produce. And hopefully, this Wednesday will be better than like we talked about last week. The show after a takeover is good, if not better than the takeover. So well, we'll maybe see. We can get a better I, it, something. They're they're already taping SmackDown, Raw, and NXT for the, for next week. So AEW shouldn't have a problem if they go live. This this is gonna be yep. everything next week is gonna be taped. Yeah, which is an interesting, I guess, uh, throwback to how the world used to be. WWE tape product, WCW live. Isn't that weird how we've come full circle? Yep. Just putting that out there for everybody to, to ponder. We have come back to TNT producing live television, WWE taping. All it takes is, hey, don't worry about changing over to NXT. We've already got the stream off the bird. Here's what's going to happen. Why not? As long as they don't be like, oh, that's going to put some butts in the seats, you know. They don't say that. AEW is pretty good at that point. But I doubt Tony Khan will do that. But it's the principle of the thing. Even though if, uh, WWE should be like, yeah, we're going to have Hogan show up since he can't be in AEW anymore. Which I don't know why he would be in AEW anyway. And I don't even know why you really care to ban Linda Hogan. Like, she's going to show up. But you well, never know. What she saying? She may be messing around with one of the wrestlers. Knowing yeah. her. That's how she no, got. It. That's how she got in the WWE. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. But let me let me say this: If WWE were to trot out a Hollywood Hogan, a Hulk Hogan, a Mister America, whatever you want to call them, I think a lot of people would change the channel because a lot of people, I'm not gonna say any names. A lot of people I know personally are tired of seeing Hogan at WWF. I'm sorry, WWE event. And it's not, it has nothing to do with his controversial comments or anything like that. They're just tired. They're like, hey, it's time for you to ride off into the sunset. You're taking a shine away from these young bucks, pun intended, that are Super running. Kick party. 
that are running the the, the business on all fronts right now. But, you know, I mean, he, he I mean, he's not wrestling. So no, but his, his meal he up. He's still arguably one of the biggest characters for the company. Like I said, I don't I'm know Terry. Play. I don't know Terry. Terry can be a dick for all I know. <laughs> but Hogan, <clears throat> that's my dude. I'd rather have Flair. We can have Flair, too, even though I don't know why they're rehashing his retirement for the 15th time. Like, God dang, they're going to rehash his retirement all to, as many times he'd had championship belts. 24. Why? Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I guess. Next thing you know, it's going to be a chronicle. Ric Flair watching his 24. <laughs> it's like, I would really? watch that. Yeah, I would too. I ain't gonna lie. But really. Because think about this. Ric Flair watching his 24. Just the chronicle of him watching his 24. That's and 45 him pause- minutes of him crying. No, no. And him pausing <laughs> and telling stories in the middle of it. And That's just what it should be. I'd, I'd pay five extra dollars a month to get a show Ric Flair story time. Because, you know, rest your soul uh, mean gene so we can't have traditional story time. But Flair telling stories about, you know, you just name somebody from OG time. Uh, and then Flair's wrestled him multiple times. He just tells some stories about that for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you have Mick Foley tell stories. Then you, I mean, we already know Paul Heyman could tell great stories, but have Heyman. Have story time with different people just sitting there telling stories. I don't even need the animation or claymation, whatever you want to do to illustrate it. Just have the camera kind of like a photo shoot. And just tell the stories. The well, same stories we would hear on the, the plane or the bus. Here's one for you. Now, you know, when Stone Cold was first started his podcast, he would tell stories about things on the road. How about you do a table for three with Evolution? Table for three with DX, where they just talk about just different things. Well, different we don't even stories. know if they did table for three during WrestleMania. Because where are you going to do it? I mean, I, I guess they could have made a table and, and crash services and, and shot it there, but they normally only record them during WrestleMania. Didn't I know that? Yeah. I thought this was an all-the-time thing, but they just went to no. different wrestling. Okay. The entire year's worth of <clears throat> table for threes are all shot during WrestleMania week. Back yeah, to back to back. Because if you notice, the ones that Flair did, he's pretty much got on the same suit. Mm-hmm. And then the ride-alongs, they, they bang those out back to back when it's within a certain radius. They bang those out really quick. Um, the only thing that I could recall that was uh, a little bit more stretched out in time was Swerved. Because, uh, you know, that was preparation and right time, you know, and setting that stuff up uh, outside of the quick things that they could do to, to scare somebody or, or whatever. But, um, yeah, they, they film all that stuff during Mania Week. And then you got your 24s and Chronicles. Those are the things that are produced heavy, so that just takes more time. But, yep. Mania is the time. So next year, we expect uh, a lot of things popping off because uh, they got to make up for providing the world is uh, a little bit better off and hopefully back to almost normal to where we can have traditional WrestleMania and butts and seats and things like that. Because, uh, yeah, we kind of need that right now. At least from the WWE, I I need a real audience. I'm sorry. Did you I all really upload do. the free? Uh, did y'all up get the free um, WWE Network site? 
No, man. I got it. I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm paying for my pay-per-views. It's still worth his weight in gold to me. I'm, I'm so old school institutionalized that two pay-per-views a year, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, 120 bucks. That's the whole year of the network. So I got everything for the price of two pay-per-views. That makes sense to me. So, all right, fellas. Thank everybody for listening uh, on this Sunday show, or this reaction show to NXT TakeOver, which normally would be on a Saturday. But because they love James so much and they have so much respect for the elderly that they moved it because knowing to get him to move over to Saturday would have took about four years because he's old. But if they leave it on his birthday, he can actually attend it. He may fall asleep because he's old, but at least it, he has something to say. They cared about him that much. So I know Triple H was like, happy birthday, James, when he was doing his Facebook reaction show earlier tonight. So happy again, birthday, James. Again, I'm not old. I'm seasoned. Yes. Uh, he is also just a season. He's probably the reason why the Raisins are in the mashed potatoes and the potato salad. No. <laughs> I know of no one to be drank outside. I know of <laughs> no one that does that. I don't do that myself. And yeah, no. James like, man, y'all better put them raisins in that potato salad. <laughs> oh, James, man, we so happy I'm the, that you I'm the one that comes to the family union and be like, who made a potato salad? That's me. Mm-hmm. Your mom. I need to see the kitchen before I eat that potato salad. That's all I'm saying. Look, look, see, James, the one that comes to the family union, starting to fight. Who made the potato salad? What you mean? What's wrong with the potato salad? And that's when the fight broke out. Mm-hmm. And then he like, oh, but y'all got chitlins? I'm gonna eat that. <laughs> oh, but hell no. <laughs> he mad about the potato salad, but go go. You got some hot sauce <laughs> for the mm-hmm. chitlins. Not partake of the chit of the chitterlings. Three hours? <laughs> That's good enough for me. <laughs> no, man. I only there's only one person who's chitlins that I would eat, and that's my grandmama's. And you know, she old school from the south, so that took about forty eight hours worth of cleaning. Like by the time we got done, there was only chit. We didn't have any earlings because she cleaned it so much. No, it was straight chit. All right. No, no, the S substituted that word. That was all. I said, I said, hey, I said what I said. You know what? Say something else. Say something. I swear you're old behind. You're going to get it tonight. Anybody talking to you, man? After we're done here, the next voice you will hear. Is that of Delonte with his weekly segment of The Push. And then after that, that is it for the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs on a Sunday. NXT In Your House Takeover. Uh, pretty good pay-per-view in my opinion. I think these lovely gentlemen don't agree, but hey, it could have been worse. Could have been money in the bank. Yeah, that's true. So we appreciate y'all taking a listen. Next up is Delonte. Giving uh, old ass James a push straight out the room. Beneath <laughs> you, why bitches? Diversify your bonds. What up? What up? 
Welcome to yet another installment of The Push. The lawn tape representing the sideline junkies. And, you know, we're going to keep it uniform. We're going to keep it moving. Um, so this week, um, I want to talk about uh, a wrestler, like I do every week. Um, but we're going to talk about, um, I can call him a living legend. Um, you know, this guy, he's been doing it since... Probably like like the late, well, probably like the early '90s, mid '90s. But regardless, he's been in the game for a long time. Um, you know, he's made a hell of an impact in the wrestling industry. And um, the situation that he's currently in, uh, quite unique. Um, and in addition to that, you know, got family involved. So I'm talking about none of none other than the legendary Rey Mysterio. Um, this situation with Rey Mysterio, they I guess they they teased the retirement ceremony, but I guess that was just uh, played up more by um, Seth Rollins, the uh, Monday Night Messiah. Um, well, we all know he's Rey Mysterio. He's not going to retire. Uh, I believe he just signed a. a Right, resigned with WWE, so he's not going anywhere. This is all storyline based, so you know, to all the Rey Mysterio fans out there, you know, you know, no need to shit tears anything like that. Um, he's not going anywhere now. The added element with his son Dominic, I think that's gonna be interesting because you read some things, you hear some things, and word on the street is. He is going to be the newest disciple uh, to fall under Seth Rollins. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting uh, considering what happened to his dad, you know, with the um, poke eye situation on the still steps. Um, And then, you know, Dominic making the proclamation, you know, an eye for an eye. So, you know, we... We got to see how that goes, um, you know, or, or they're going to take out Mysterio's other eye and he's going to be blind or, you know, if if he's going to take out some another wrestler's eye, that's going to be a part of his initiation. Um, you know, we 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 got to see how the chips are going to fall with that situation. But make no mistake, um, you know, all the dirt sheets and, you know, a lot of hearsay and a lot of talk on Twitter is that Dominic is going to be, you know, like the major surprise. And I think they want to try to have a live crowd um, on hand for Dominic to commit this uh, hill turn, you know, to make it that more uh, entertaining. Um, Ray Mysterio, um any event this does happen, I don't know where he goes as far as him teaming up with someone. Um, of course, you know, it's Kevin Owens. He's, you know, feuded with Seth Rollins, but, you know, it looks like he's about to enter a program with Apollo Crews, so count him out. Um, maybe Alistair Black, maybe Alistair Black, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, and shout out to Alistair Black, who picked up a win over Seth Rollins, uh, not too long ago, you know. Um, personally, my favorite current wrestler, um, that is, uh, I, I really think he's 
championship material. Just I like the the ultimate slow build that they are doing with Alistair Black. Um, you know, not a lot of losses, more wins, and you know he, he he's beaten he's beaten quite a you know he he has a nice resume so far. Beating AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, beating Buddy Murphy like what one two thirty times. Um, he beat most of that Andrade um, stable. So, yeah, shout out to Black. But back to Mysterio, um, I don't, you know, of course, you know, I, I, we, we all should expect a match between him and Seth Rollins um, when he does return. And do I see him coming out on top? I'm not sure. Uh, I think uh, his son Dominic, um, whichever way creative decides to write, his character is going to play a huge factor uh, in, in, in that feud. Um, do I think um, <clears throat> everything they're saying on the dirt sheets and Twitter and you know other websites is going to be true with a hill turn? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, WWE, that's the same company who, when Roman Reigns announced uh, his leukemia like two hours later Dean Ambrose with John Moxley turned on Seth Rollins like immediately after they won the tag team title such an emotional night and then to have it end up like that um, Seth Rollins and Moxley they both were against that idea but you know Vince you know his whole thing is controversy creates cash so so be it um but, you know, we've seen a lot of family turn on family uh, in wrestling. So I think Dominic turning on his son, that wouldn't be no surprise. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. This is Delonte representing Sideline Junkies. Uh, shout out to the brothers, KG, the Don, Black Sumo. Also another uh, sh- other shout outs to fellow junkie uh, brothers, uh, BJ, Jimmy, Junie, everybody out there, please be safe. Um, you know, be vigilant and, you know, just stay healthy. Peace.